Hello again, this is Richard Spangler with Lions Voice Ministries, and we're continuing our walk through the Constitution of the Kingdom of God, uh, the Sermon on the Mount, and we're up to uh, Part 8, uh, Article 6, which I entitled The Way. It's found in Matthew 7, 7 through 14, and I'll be reading from the classic edition of the Amplified Bible. Uh, Keep on asking and it will be given to you. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking reverently and the door will open to you. For, for everyone who keeps on asking receives and he who keeps seeking finds. And to him who keeps on knocking the door will be open. Or what is there a man of you who, who says to his son when he asks for a loaf of bread and you hand him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish you hand him a serpent? If you then be an evil as you are know how to give good give, good and advantageous gifts to your children. How much more will your Father, who is in heaven, perfect as he is, give good and advantageous gifts to those who keep on asking? So then whatsoever you desire that others would do to you, and even so also do to them. This sums up the law of the prophets, the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, for the wide is the gate, and spacious and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many are those who go through it. But the gate is narrow, contracted by pressure, and the way is straightened, and is compression that leads to life, and few are those who find it. Very interesting section here. It starts off by talking about how we we go to God and we ask for Him. We start we start asking Him for things, and I like the fact that it puts in here: keep on knocking reverently, do it with reverence and honor and awe of God. You start off by praising and worshiping Him, and then you make your petitions known. You, you first of all let know God, let God know how much you love Him, how much you care for Him, and then you lay your petitions before Him as your heavenly Father. And you know that God, it says it here, He will give us good things, advantageous things. He's not going to give us something that is not good for us. He's not going to give us something that advantageous that is not advantageous for us, even though we may be asking for it. He's not. He's a good father. If we're asking for something that is not going to be good for us in the long term, in the long plan of God, then he isn't. Or it may be a wrong time right now for it to come about. Then this 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 scripture says he's not going to give it. It's not going to happen. But if we're asking for bread or if we're asking for provision, in other words, he's going to give it. He's going to make provision. He's going to provide bread. He's going to provide meat for us to eat. In other words, he's going to take care of our daily provisions. And on top of that, he's going to bless us for whatsoever we want. But there's a caveat here. He says in verse 12, and this is all tied together. We kind of break these things up, but it's all tied together. So then whatsoever you desire that others would do to you, do, do to you and for you, even so also do to and for them. For this sums up the law, the law and the prophets. This is tied to the asking. This is tied to God blessing. This is tied. We have to be willing to do unto others this is sometimes called the golden rule, as we would have them do unto us. It's, it's very powerful. It's connected to the asking part. We have to be willing, if we're asking for something, we have to be willing to help someone else get what they're asking for. We have to be willing to say, okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to bless you. 
and 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 in this way it, it it's showing love it's showing the love of god it's showing your love for your fellow man and, and it says it sums up the law and the prophets doing this is the love of god and love is all wrapped up in the it wraps everything up the law the prophets all that god speaks is wrapped up in love and by performing love all the stuff above will be added to you you'll have plenty You'll have plenty of, uh, of bread. You'll have plenty of fish and other things that are advantageous for your life. You'll receive them if you are willing to assist others. Uh, now, some people say, well, they are not connected, but they are. God would not put this here. And then he says, narrow is the gate to go through. He says it takes time and compression. It talks about being squeezed or pushed together and compressed to to be a part of what God is doing. We have to walk in God's way, not in man's way. Man's way is, I'll get everything I want, then I'll help somebody else. Man's way is, uh, when I get a million dollars, I'll help someone, I'll tithe, I'll, I'll give money, I'll help the poor. No, you won't. The fact is, uh, when, a, when rich men get, receive, when you receive money, it's always, a, that's that that's that factor of wanting more money making money your god and 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 that's just one example and then you're striving to get more you're not willing to help anyone but those who are the most successful those who there are the most looked upon with uh with uh, awe and wonder are people who gave away more than they than they were at than, than they had to J.C. Penney is a classic example. He gave away millions of dollars and only lived on a small portion of what he brought in. God blessed him. God blessed his business. God blessed him for, for generations. That company survived long after J.C. has gone on to his reward in heaven because this man laid a foundation of giving. He laid the foundation of pouring out. Sadly, the corporation has lost that. Has lost that. And instead, they, they, they try to, to draw in and try and bring in and they try and do things. And they're not looking at their foundations. Sadly, in our country, we don't look at our foundations. We don't look at our Constitution. We don't look at what the, the Constitution says about how to, how to treat each other. And there'll be some that said, well, we didn't treat each other right in the first place. True, a certain, what was done in slavery was wrong. It was wrong. It was, a, it was major wrong. The prejudice and the discrimination that came on after the Civil War was wrong. All of that we need to repent from, individually and nationally. That does, that does not mean that we don't move forward. We move forward in God. We move forward. We look at. We say, God, forgive us. And then you go to the you go to the, to the offended ones and say, Please forgive me, and ask them to forgive. Now there'll be some who will and some who won't. But you've done your job. You've done what God required of you. You've gone and asked for forgiveness. So when you do someone wrong, go to them, ask for forgiveness, and if they forgive you, fine. If they don't, go on about your way. You have done what God has charged you to do. Also, if you know someone has done something to you, you treat them, you, 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 
You don't wait for them to come. You go to them and say, listen, what you did really hurt me, really offended me. What you said, those harsh words, really hit, hit hard and below the belt. However you want to say it, and it hurt me, but I forgive you. I forgive you. This is the law of God. This is what the prophets were talking about. And this opens the way for God to bless you. And it says so in the Word. When you go and you ask for forgiveness, or when you forgive someone when they've done something wrong, you are setting yourself up for greater blessing. God is going to bless, but there's a different level of blessing that comes from doing what God has called us to do. So this is why this part, the way, this is the way. He says we walk in this way. We walk in this way of asking God to bless and expecting to receive those advantageous things and those good things from Him. But we also need to walk in the way of doing unto others what we would have them do to us. We have to, we have to be willing to share. We have to be willing to forgive. We have to be willing to show God's love to them because we want to be loved. Do you, I, I know very few people who don't want who say they don't want to be loved, and even then I scratch my head and go, "Well, you're not really telling the truth." Everyone wants to be loved, and the way to be loved is to show love, is to show is to show that what God calls the fulfillment of the law of the prophets, doing unto others. If you do it just out of lip service, just to get something, you're not doing it from the heart. You've got to do it from the heart. You've got to allow God to work in your heart and heal your heart. And, that, and there are places where God takes you through that are compression, that there's pressure, and it's, it straightens you out. It, comp- it leads to life. And uh, the Scripture says that those who find it are few. And that is so true that the world popul- as you look at the world population, the, the, those who walk in this way are, are very few people. The call is for us who are walking in the way, who are walking in the way, to go to those who aren't and say, I I love you. God loves you. And I want to share with you how much God loves you. And then you begin to share with him. And would not your hope be that if you didn't know God, that someone would come to you and share God with you, share love with you? If you were in a depressed state, going to them and saying, listen, I, I want to help. I want to pray for you. I want to just let you know that you're loved. You're loved by God. If you're in, in, in anger and bitterness, someone coming to you and say, I forgive you for your anger. I forgive you for your bitterness. Not saying, or, or if, you're, if you're walking in a way and someone offends you, saying, well, they offended me. They got to pay me back. No, let God deal with that. God rewards. God deals with that. That's, that's judging them and saying, I'm not going to forgive unless they do what I want first. You get the same thing back. It's scriptural. You get the same thing back. If that's the way you're going to be, you're going to get the same thing back. People are going to be saying about you, I'm, I'm not going to forgive him until he does what I want first. That's just an example. And sadly, our world is full of those examples. Where we have people who don't forgive, who don't love, whose selfishness drives the, the people to poverty 
and compounds it with selfishness and hate. There is a there is a calling when God blesses you to bless others. There's that calling to go out and do the work of the ministry. There is a calling when someone comes to you and say, Man, I don't have any food. Can you help me out? To give them bread, to give them that fish or meat. To do what you would have that if you were in their situation, what would you want somebody to do? Say, nope, not gonna help you. It's your fault. You're stuck. No. You reach out and you show God's love. Now people say, well, the government does all that. The government does it in a terrible way. If you look at the numbers of the population that are still in poverty, from the war on poverty started in the 1960s. And has it changed? Actually, it's gotten worse. Because they have, it has gone from, from, they are doing it for a political purpose, for political gain. And they are not doing it to really help anyone. They're doing to say we're doing a good job. We have our intentions. And good intentions, as you know, are paved the way. To, I'm not going to say it. But the fact is they're not doing it out of a biblical concern or love for another person. When, 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 when people gave, gave that responsibility to the government, we see what a mess it's put everything in. And the only way for us to correct that is for us, the church, God's people, God's kingdom people, people walking in the kingdom principles, is to begin to do what the scripture says and to begin to love people unconditionally, to begin to, to offer help unconditionally. To begin to, to say, well, I'm going to help you. Let me also show you a way to be better at your life. Not a handout. <coughs> Excuse me. But a helping hand. Being there to lift them up when they're down. Lift them up when they're depressed. Lift them up when they're hurting. Lift them up when they're, when they're going through trials and tribulations. Wouldn't you want someone else to do the same for you? That's what God's saying here. If you want someone to help you... When you're going through, you've got to be willing to help others when they're going through. Think about it. When you're hurting, we've all been there. When you're hurting, when you're going through a trial, when you're going through a testing, wasn't it wonderful when someone came along beside you and just said, you know, I'm praying for you. They may not even know what you're doing, what you're going through, but they come alongside and say, I'm praying for you. I'm praying God's best for you. I'm praying for God to bless you, to love, to, to know, to share his love with you. That does wonders. And it may open the door where the person who's receiving what you're saying will, will come and say, Yeah, I need prayer. This is what's going on in my life. My wife's a mess. And don't be surprised if it's somebody who looks like they got it all together because none of us have it all together. I don't care if you're living in a mansion or if you're living in a hovel or living on the streets. Nobody has it all together. We're all in the same boat. We all have issues. We all have things that come about. And we're all wanting help. We're wanting somebody to come alongside and say, here, I'm going to help you. And the the others say, "Well, well, the guy on the street, he looks like he could go to work. You don't know what his life has been like. You don't know what his heart has been like. You don't know what his mind is like. You don't know. You can't. And that goes back to judging. When God tells you to do something, do it. Help that person. Give them that $5 bill or that $10 bill. 
it doesn't matter what they do with it. The part, the part, it, it does in a way because God will judge them and will deal with them on what they do with it. But for you, you do what God tells you to do, and you bless them. I have, I have fun when I go to Starbucks from time to time. I'll just say, okay, I want to pay for the person in back of me. And guess what? <laughs> I do that and I drive off. I don't wait to see the reaction. I just say, I want to bless them. I want to pay whatever, they, what, whatever their bill is. Whatever they bought, I'm paying for it. And you just tell them, God bless you. Now, I don't know if the barista will tell them, God bless you or not, but that's what I do. And I've had it happen to me when I'm in line at the Starbucks getting a coffee through the drive-thru. Next thing I know, somebody's paid for mine. I didn't ask for it. They just did it. And they blessed me. I, I've been in places where I've been in restaurants and God's told me to go minister to somebody. And I went and ministered to them and I wound up ministering to their entire family one Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, they were in a restaurant and I heard them conversation about blessing the, the waitress and God said go over and pray for a minister to him and I walked over and introduced myself and I asked them a few questions if they believed in prophetic words and God's ministry and they said yes so I ministered to the whole table when not intending to but God just did it did it very quietly peacefully no big scene and I turned to walk away and, the, and one of the gentlemen got up and said wait a minute I want to I want to give you I want to shake your hand and I felt something go in my hand. Now, in some circles, we call that a Pentecostal handshake. And, and, and I just call it a blessing. And I went back to my table and opened my hand. And they'd already, they got up and left. And there was a $20 bill in my hand. That's God's blessing. And sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. I'm not saying you're going to get an immediate return. But that's doing what God says here. Doing unto others as you would have them to do unto you. Showing love taking the narrow way taking the narrow way when somebody calls you a nasty name or cuts you off on the interstate don't get flustered and start cursing at them or blowing your horn wildly just say okay pray for them you know they did something that wasn't smart pray for them let them know that you could they don't even have to know you're praying for them just pray for them and then when you go to god with your petitions and you say god you're already open. You're already open to what God's going to do. And when you're praying what God's will is for your life, God's going to fulfill it. Fulfill it. God's going to give you more than enough bread. He's going to give you more than enough fish or meat. He's going to give you more than enough clothing. As we talked about earlier, He is our provision, our source, and He will take care of us. He loves us. This whole, this whole section here is summing up the law and the prophets. If you want to do, if you want to fulfill what God calls you, to walk in that narrow way. And the narrow way is love. The narrow way is forgiveness. The narrow way is listening to God, having that relationship with Him, and being open. That's what God is calling us to. And when you do that, it'll transform you. It'll transform your life. It'll transform your neighbor's life. It'll transform your community. Eventually, it'll transform your city and your state. You want to stop violence? Start loving. You want to stop uh, gangs? Start loving. You want to stop drug addiction? Start loving. Start doing what God calls you to do. Hold out the hand. And sometimes you get a slap back. 
Sometimes you don't. Don't worry about it. That's where you go to God and say, God, I did what you said to do, and they rejected it. Lord, bless them anyway, and help me not to get bitter. Help me to forgive. And he will, and he will pour out on you blessings upon blessings upon blessings that he's already said he would do, 